Hello everybody, this is Nick from the ArcadeHunters.com, welcoming you to episode 121 of the Arcade Hunters podcast. How is everybody doing out there? Now, unfortunately, our good friend Gerard is having a bit of a medical thing going on, so I'm recording the podcast by myself. Um, I was asking him if he could show up because we got a little project um, going on. Our friend Colin from The Kineticist um, gave us a little bit of a homework thing that he's been asking a whole bunch of other people online that do podcasts for him. But um, wanted to check in with you folks and talk about some of the news that's been going on. As I record this, it is October the 14th. Hopefully everybody out there had a good Friday the 13th. Um, got a lot of news in the arcade and the pinball world. Of course, we have a brand new update for James Bond and brand new update for the Foo Fighters games came out. James Bond has smart missiles now. You can earn up to like five smart missiles in the game from doing combos and stuff like that. It's really cool. I have the video of that. I just put the video up for Foo Fighters uh, version 9.8. They added the final battle as a challenge mode so you're able to do that and get some practice on it instead of having to try to beat everything they did add in more sounds unfortunately the djs for the new york and chicago missions are not added in so it still doesn't do anything but there is a couple of more added lines of dialogue which is very greatly needed um found out that there is a brand new pinball company seen a couple of my pinball friends on Facebook all of a sudden started changing their icons on Facebook to exclamation points. It was like a pinball flipper, but with a pinball um, on the bottom for the exclamation point. And it turns out it's a brand new pinball company based out of Houston, Texas called Barrels of Fun Pinball. Now, these guys are brand new to the game, and they are going to be introducing their brand new game at Pinball Expo next weekend, and it is none other than Jim Henson's classic Labyrinth, or if you're the irate gamer, Labyrinth. I still laugh at that from Guru Larry posted that Labyrinth. But yes, the Jim Henson classic movie with the one and only, the, the let, let him rest in peace, the one and only... The Goblin King, oh my god, it's got a big, right on the backlash. It's so weird because they have two different backlashes. They have one that has all the goblins, or you can get the David Bowie one. I think the David Bowie one is going to show up in the arcade. They have a really cool animated, um, they have some extras on there. There's, um, I forget the name of the, um, the character, but there's um, an additional plunger rod with the big head on it. I could just see that getting broken in, in locations. But they have a really cool animated three-goblin head for it. And it looks really, really cool. And they're going through... Um, the game mostly looks like a stern, but it as in that animated backboard that if you've ever seen... Um, my friend um, has it on the Twilight Zone where it has... or And they also have it on, on Tron and adds instead of having the back where it's just like you know, like five or six lights. If I look at some of my sterns and they're like that, they only have a couple of lights to illuminate the back of it, but it has a full video screen. So it's got two video screens on it. Uh, looks like a whole bunch of traps and stuff like that for extra balls and multi balls and stuff like that. They've only shown off a trailer for it with a girl playing it and you get a pretty good look at what this game has to offer. Really beautiful art. Unfortunately, um, it looks like they did not get the license for Jennifer Connelly, so you do not see her on the game at all. So it's mostly David Bowie and all the Muppet characters. So it sucks, you know, there's two human characters in the game and they don't have the one human character, but they're a brand new company. I'll take what I get. Hopefully we get to see this. There's only going to be 1,000 units of this game produced. So it's going out there and yeah, we're going to have it. Uh, going to have a brand new pinball company out there soon. They also said um, the other company called Turner Pinball is going to be um, releasing their Ninja game at the at the uh, Pinball Expo. These are the people that bought a lot of the assets from Deadroot. Uh, or, sorry, yeah, it's pretty much Deadroot, but Deeproot Pinball. 
So this was like one of the games that was further along in production had something to do with ninjas. They're also talking about those people from Punny Factory are making another game called Elements, which considering that there's less than like probably like 15 Punny Factories sold, I don't see where they're going to make another game. And we had um, Elvira's House of Horrors is coming back. They announced that for Halloween uh, on Friday the 13th that they'd be producing another run of it. That one you hear on the channels all the time. They say that it's a hard game to produce, so they don't like making it. But considering that they're in this brand new factory and they're able to produce games a lot faster, we'll see what uh, Stern can do with that. And of course, we have It Sucks That We're Doing the Podcast Now because it's uh, next week, Jersey Jack will be announcing their brand new game. So it sounds like they're officially done with The Godfather. Um, they had a good run on that one. Good luck to um, Eric over there. Um, got to play the game with the topper for Godfather. It is incredibly loud. Um, I would say it's pretty much on par with how loud the fish is on the on Fishtails, where it flops back and forth. So, you know, it's using a pinball knocker, the same thing. So, you know, having that little Tommy gun. But if you get into, like, a good multi-ball mode, and I think you get, like, the Turf War... Um, Super Jackpot, it starts going off. It is really loud. Everybody in the arcade knows if you're doing a good job on The Godfather, if you're playing it with the topper. But they said that next week, I'm pretty sure it's the 16th, they said that they're going to announce their brand new game. And the odds-on favorite, it's going to be the King of Flow, the master of pinball himself. Steve Ritchie is coming back, and it's going to be Elton John. Now, once again, that is just hearsay. There has been nothing concrete yet because, you know, once again, the distributors find out what they need to do. But we're going we're gonna to find out on the 16th, like you guys all. But yeah, it sounds like it's going to be Elton John and going to be back again with Steve Ritchie. And from what I was talking with Steve Ritchie when he came to visit us at the Little Shop of Games here in Tampa, he sounded like you know, I could see the twinkle in his eye. He sounded very excited about what they had because the owner of Jersey Jack, not Jersey Jack is pretty much like, he's the guy that does the day-to-day, but there's another person that does the the money and stuff like that. And they made it sound like money was no object and told him to go wild. He was like, he was like no, bigger, add more, bigger, got to put more on it. So... This is going to be very interesting to see what this game is going to be like when you take the training wheels off of Steve Ritchie because he sounded like while he had fun at working at Stern with everybody, it sounded like it was very restrictive at what they were allowed to do. So now that he's with Jersey Jack, it's going to be very interesting to see what this game is going to look like. So I'm looking forward to it. So let me go and check out. We had our friend Colin send me an email. And he asked a whole bunch of other um, podcasts. He wanted to ask them three, uh, two different questions. He wanted to ask first, what was your top five current favorite pinball machines? And that's kind of hard for me because it's like telling uh, somebody who their favorite child is. Now, this is current pinball machines, so I really don't have to do... um, Like, I always kind of think of my favorites. I think of my Mount Rushmore of my pinball designer favorites. Um, So... I will start off with number one, obviously, it's going to be Deadpool from the one and only Mr. George Gomez. Now, Deadpool has a very uh, favorite part in my heart because of my late friend Eric from the Pinball Dudes. This was the game that we played all the time as the game was being updated. It was insane because we didn't... Deadpool was in a spot where it had... It was a great game. It had a great layout. Um, Loved the call-outs from Nolan North on there. It was the total package. They made it based off the comic book. It was irrelevant. It breaks the fourth wall. The game talks back to you. But there were a lot of modes where you were locked in. And we like to call that being in jail. If you ever listen to the great stuff that um, Bowen Karens does when he does some of his um, pinball tutorials. Always says, like, you're in jail. You can't go anywhere. You're locked in. And 
they did that now where you can actually stack multi-ball modes. So it used to be you weren't able to do a mode with the like the little Deadpool uh, two-ball multi-ball. Now they made it you can bring that into that in uh, a recent update, and it makes it ten times better. I really, really enjoy it. So Deadpool, definitely uh, on my top favorite list. Um, now that, you know, you're saying more current, so I'm going to go more current, and I'm going to go with, I think, this is going to be John Borg's best game, and that, of course, is Rush. Once again, not that big of a Rush fan. I listen to them very once in a while. You know, I know I know the hits. I know Working Man. I know Subdivisions. I know some of the songs, but my God, this game is so much fun, and if you ever have a chance to step up to a game that has those expression lining on it, it is fantastic. I really don't know how... It is from, you know, a lot of people complain about John Borg recycles the same layout. You'll see the certain things like the shot up the middle. You know, you think of the time exp the time machine is going to be like the same exact thing that he had on Austin Powers. You know, the cluster of pop bumpers is the same cluster of pop bumpers that he had from, you know, some of the other games like the, um, like Kiss. But I don't know. It's just the way that this game plays. It is so much fun. I just have a really good time shooting on it. I just really love that top um, shot on there where it can loop the two shots and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. And the um, having having the rest of the band do the call-outs and they sound like they're having a lot of fun. It's it's a good time. I really enjoy it. It's um, I think, you know, I really love Tron, but... You know, being a, a huge Tron nerd, and if you've seen the videos on um, our YouTube channel where I got to go show the off the new Tron store that's over in Disney World because they opened up the brand new Light Cycle Run, is you know, it doesn't matter the theme; it's just a fun game. And considering how I hated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I just felt the the shots in that were way too tight, even when um, I was playing it over at the Batcave, and they put on one of those um, precision pinball flippers, they put it on to the left, top left flipper, and I was still having a hard time hitting those shots, like, on Rush, I feel like I can hit it more consistently, and the wizard mode on the game, where it screws with your head, and it changes the flipper configuration, absolutely bar none, one of my favorite games from John Borg fantastic game i love it so i'm trying to think also you know i want to go back and i want to celebrate some older games that i love and pretty much one of my games that at the time was number one until deadpool knocked it off is attack from mars from brian eddy once again i love this game it is fantastic i love the call outs you know from being a homage to those crazy, you know, 1950s and 1960s drive-in movies. And you can tell they kind of wanted to do Mars Attacks, but it's so much better that the aliens have a personality instead of going, ah, gah, 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 like that and stuff like that. But it's one of those games where I can quote it instantly. I walk up to the game, I can talk along with the game and... Those are the types of games where people look at you in the arcade, but you've played it for so long, you know exactly what's going on. It's ten times, it's ten tons of fun. I really enjoy it. Attack from Mars always will be one of my favorites. They have our livestock and precious historical monuments. You know, it goes back to the, um, you know, I kind of mix some of the call-outs with Revenge from Mars because I still think of the, uh, the President Clinton um, impersonator, don't take my monster trucks, the chicks dig it, <laughs> so, love that game, so, um, gonna be going to, uh, Steve Ritchie, since we talked about him, for the new game that's coming out, but I still think my favorite game from him will always be Terminator 2, T2 Judgment Day, that game was everywhere when I was a kid, it didn't matter that it was an R-rated movie, they would have that game at every family arcade you always saw that gigantic Arnold Schwarzenegger head staring down at you just looking at you through the arcade it was very intimidating but you went up there you beat the shit out of it it was a fantastic game I always love that game I love the the combo shots and the call outs from Arnold Schwarzenegger made it feel 
that much more authentic. That's what I love about having like the real call-outs from the actors. It really adds to that gameplay. And I just had so much fun with it, you know, getting the pass codes and stuff like that, trying to lock all the balls and going for the multi-ball with the cannon, trying to hit the target. And, you know, when you step up to a, a new Terminator 2, you try to sit there and you try to think, okay, what's the eject on the on the launcher? What 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 lane is this going to hit? Which one of the white drop targets is it going to hit? And you kind of, everybody like goes over to the side and you try to look at it, try to launch it. So Terminator 2 will always be up there with one of my most favorite games. And I got to go back to my, uh, for my fifth choice, got to go to the man, the myth, the legend, Pat Lawler. Yeah, I got to go Twilight Zone. That's still one of my most favorite games. I know it's been rumored that they might be doing a pinball remake of this, but considering how long it's been taking them to get Cactus Canyon out, I really don't have any hopes for a Twilight Zone remake and probably till like 2025, but um, hopefully they can prove me wrong. But I love the Twilight Zone. I always think about it whenever I go to um, Magic Kingdom or, or to uh, Hollywood Studios. I'm old. I still call MGM Studios. But going on the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and hearing that voice, um, once again, I'm pretty sure that is um, the guy that did, um, I forget his name, I'm blanking on his, I'm blanking on names today. I just I just got up and I said, let me record this podcast, Gerard's not able to record, but um, the guy that did the voice for um, the announcer in Twilight Zone is also the same guy from from NBA Jam, so it was great to have him as the voice, you know, you unlock this door with the key of imagination, and it just has all those callbacks to all the classic Twilight Zone episodes, even the episodes that aren't, like, in the game or on the backlash, you'll see with that curio shop, there has a ton of the callouts to that game, and it was just pretty much insane, like, once again, letting Pat Lawler just off the rails, let him make whatever he wanted, let him go to town on it, and, you know, the music from Chris Graner is fantastic on it, um, I love that they got the Golden Earring song, they got the Twilight Zone in there, a lot of fun, and if I could put a sixth one on there, and just to mention, like, you know, we said as a current game for a more current designer, um, gotta talk about, you know, the GOAT, we gotta talk about Keith Elwin, and I do own Godzilla. I own a premium. I enjoy it, but it's so weird because I he's got three games that are, or four games now, to be honest with you, because I've gotten a, a chance to play the James Bond 60th anniversary edition, and it's more of a throwback to those classic electromechanical pinball machines, and it's so much fun. I'll go over... Um, Marshall's house from Little Shop of Games, and he has one in his personal collection. And he says all the time, he goes, I have all these games in my collection. He goes, this is the one that I always play because it's either you have a really good long game or beats the crap out of you and you want to play more. But we've got, you know, the more readily available games. So we got Godzilla, we got Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast, and um, Iron Maiden... Legacy of the Beast. I'm trying to go between Iron Maiden and Jurassic Park. They're all fantastic games. It's really hard to choose, but hmm, I'm thinking like if I would roll the dice, I would probably go for uh, Jurassic Park because of all of the fantastic additions they added in. It was great playing um, Iron Maiden from the beginning. I got to play it at the first... Um, uh, invitational tournament when they did the launch party and I ended up doing the Congo skill shot where I did a light plunge and it went down the left out lane and the game was set for no ball save so as soon as it made contact with the with that um, with the thing for it it drained it instantly and as soon as I wrote on on Facebook I said I had a great I had a great time at the launch party but I would have um but the, but I ended up plunging the skill shot, and I got a an apology from Keith. He said, he goes, I want to apologize to you. That is going to be a secret skill shot. It's just not programmed in the game yet. So thank you, Keith, if you're listening to this. It was really, you know, 
I still love all the games that he makes. It, like Godzilla, like I'll walk up to it. I feel like you got to play Godzilla a certain way. You know, if you don't have like, a, you either have like a really good game or you have nothing at all on Godzilla. And it's kind of polarizing to me. So I, as much as I love it and I love having my, my additions and my mods to it, I really don't know if it's going to stay in my collection for that long. Because like right now, if, if this is your first time that you're hearing me because of um, the Kineticist, um, the other game that I have in my collection is Foo Fighters. And they recently, like I said, they added in that 9.8 update. And it's a lot of fun. I love the combo shots. It feels like a evolution of Deadpool, where it has that looping katana shot. But that's what the entire game is. There's no pop bumpers in the game at all. It has that Kafoom target that Jack calls it, the old kicker. So gives me a fond memory of playing um, Haunted House on there with the with the kicker. And I love it how you can actually go up and feed the ramp. It's pretty good. So, yeah, I would say those are my five. So Deadpool, Attack from Mars, John Borg's Rush, Terminator 2, and Twilight Zone. Those would be my top five. And he also asked um, in the email, he said, what do you love the most about pinball? I, there's a lot to love about pinball, you know, I love the community around it, I've gotten to meet a lot of fantastic people from getting into it, I think about, like, the first time my, um, t first time I got into, um, really into pinball, I went for the Rolling Stones launch party, wow, that was a long time ago, and getting to meet all of the New York people out there, getting to meet all the people from the New York, New Jersey area, I always talk about Steve Baldwin because the man that I love to hate because when you would go into any arcade in the New York, New Jersey area, you would always see SSB on every game. And I just wanted to try to get just a little bit close to him. But he, he's a fantastic player. He's always out there playing in tournaments. I really hope I'll get that high one day. I highly doubt it, but... The, the community around it, I love the games, um, I love being able to talk to everybody about it. It's a social game. I have a lot of fun, and it's kind of like, you know, we have to go back to the beginning with Harry Williams said, the ball's wild. I can walk up to, we can have like five, any game that you can think of. Even the worst, like, I think it's like Asteroid Annie is like, people consider like one of the worst games ever made, but you could have five versions of that game, and you could step up and play Five of them each one time. They're all going to play different. You're going to get a different score on it. There's not going to be, you know, the same thing. It's not like, you know, I don't, I, I hate when some people knock video games because, you know, I'm, a, you know, we're the arcade hunters. We played arcade games. We played pinball. You have to have both. You know, now I feel like a, a strong arcade has arcade games. It has pinball. It has prize games. It has sport games that people can play and have a drink. I love that whole combination of everything. And just the social aspect. You know, it's my most favorite part about pinball. So that's my thoughts. I'm going to um, I'm gonna take care and I'm going to uh, log right out. And um, we're going to send this over to Gerard. So Gerard, let the folks know what you love about pinball and your five current favorite games. So once again, here's Gerard. Once again, I'm Nick from the Arcade Hunters. Thank you very much for listening to me ramble. Hey, Gerard, take it away. Thanks for passing it off to me, Nick. I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to start off by saying what I love about pinball. Easily, hands down, it's the fact that it's tactile. You hit, you're touching buttons, you're hitting buttons, flippers are going, it's throwing a ball around. It's something physical. Now, I was always, out of the two of us, the guy that was more into the arcade games and the video games. Nick was always more into pinball. It wasn't until fairly recently that I really got into pinball and been playing it a lot more. I'm not up to snuff on the lingo and also the designers and everything, so I'm not going to be able to say who designed what game, but I am going to talk about my five favorite current games with one semi-cheat. So, number one, Godzilla. I love the new Godzilla pinball game. I love, my biggest draw for pinball games are two things, flow and gimmicks. 
By gimmicks, I mean the toys are something that's interactive. Godzilla has awesome flow and it has some great gimmicks. I love the building gimmick with the building that crushes for with the multi-ball. I believe that's the premium version. I also love the Mecha Godzilla gimmick where you have to stick him with the ball. Great. Then the other aspect of Godzilla that I love is being a huge Godzilla fan. All the video clips are awesome. It flows great. It goes great. The artwork is awesome. It's nice that Stern has gone back to having people do artwork and less Photoshop. If you go back to, I think it was games like 24 and The Dark Knight, it looked like Looked like a high school, sorry, but it looked like a high school kid photoshopped the artwork. I love that they have like Zombie Yeti doing artwork and custom artwork for the play fields. It feels more like an older game that way. So Godzilla, love it. My second one, I'm going to actually have to go with Foo Fighters. I just played it a couple weeks ago. And again, the game is a blast. I love the theming. I love the concept of a 70s style Saturday morning cartoon. And I love the gimmicks with fighting the overlord. And locking the pinball in the overlord area. I also love the powering up the van. And traveling around on tour. And to, to different cities. And basically fighting and stuff through the pinball game. Then you have the like Johnny Sacco style robot. That, that, that you build and everything. Love it. And it's funny because I personally am not a fan of the Foo Fighters musically. I think they're a very talented band. It's just not my style of music. Yet, I can play the Foo Fighters game, love it, and I want to play it more and more. So that's number two. We're going to keep banging through these. Number three, I'm thinking off the top of my head. It's tough trying to think of modern. It just slipped out. Well, it will come back to me. I'm going to do a cheat. I'm going to do the custom kit Funhouse Rudy's Nightmare. That The kit does an awesome job upgrading Funhouse while also making it play differently. It's amazing to me how code and code updates can really change or even programming can change a pinball game. I always thought a pinball, it's physical, it's built, it's there. How can a code tweak change how it plays? It's something that's physical already there. Well, after getting more into pinball, I realized, holy crap, it really does make a difference. Code, the coding can make or break a game. And Rudy's Nightmare shows how updated coding with updated modes can actually make a game feel like a sequel. I love how they added video modes, like the one where you have to, it's awesome, on the DMD, when you have to jump the mine, the roller coaster cart over holes, and you see all these like demonic, Rudy animatronics like underneath you as you jump over them. Great game, definitely worth checking out. So that's my third. For, I might have to go... This is going to be maybe controversial. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, as long as it's a premium or higher, that's a game where it's one of the first time one of the first times where I really realized how different versions, pro, premium, limited, make a huge difference. Playing the premium ver I played the pro version first, didn't really care for it. Played the premium version and fell in love with it. It's the ramp, there's more ramps, there's more flow, and that game, it's brutally hard, but I love the flow. The CGI artwork, I was not a fan for the on the LCD screen, but overall, I think flow is king. Now, I'm going to jump away from Stern and Custom Kits and jump over to Spooky Pinball and say my next favorite pinball game for current and recent ones has to be America's Most Haunted. It's just, it's a fun game. I'm into the paranormal TV shows. Our our name Arcade Hunters actually came from, it's a 
It's an homage to Ghost Hunters. Even our logo we made to look like it with black and white spooky photos when we first got into this. And that game, it's like a love letter and a parody all in one to the paranormal investigation shows. So I love the callouts in the game. I love the ghost toy and the gimmick. I love the gimmick with the stairs and the haunted house. And it some of it actually reminds me of the older Gottlieb game haunted house. So I, I actually I think I'm gonna break the rules a little more because there's a couple more that I forgot to squeeze in. One is Jersey Jack's Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean, however you want to pronounce it. That game was the first game that really showed me how you can have layers. It can be they can have depth to a pinball game. It's not just shooting for high score. That's a game where which character you pick to start off with makes a huge difference and it plays differently, which that blew my mind first time playing it. And I'm going to go one last one. I know I'm going over a little bit, but there's just too many. I can't narrow down. And that's um, Legends of Valhalla. That game is intense to play the thor hammer knock is awesome and loud it has a, a sick vibrating thing for the cabinet and the flow hit getting balls into the viking ship hitting the loops fighting the different monsters there's great flow and i love games that have good flow so that would be my i guess i ended up with seven i mean honestly going off the cuff if I had to, uh, whatever. Seven's good. We we have a hard time following rules here at the Arcade Hunters. And again, pinball, it's just, like Nick said, it's fun. There's a lot of community involved. It's great to meet the community. I joined the New England Pinball League and ended up Thursday nights playing with Dave, the new owner of Fun Spot, because he's in the Pinball League and eating pizza with him and playing games and he would most of the times beat our ass because he's really freaking good at pinball, but it's fun. I'm now a member of the Southern New Hampshire Pinball Club, and I've met people through that. And it's just, it's a nice, it's a nice community, and it reminds me of the community that used to exist around classic arcade games. When Nick and I would go to the Fun Spot tournaments, meet all these people that would be in the tournament playing for high scores, basically before all the nonsense drama hit that's what that felt like and it seems like that community has transitioned to pinball so it's great to feel that community again outside in an arcade world and for a fun game take a shot every time i say community so thank you for checking us out we love doing this collab you can hit us up on all our social medias arcade hunters on twitter youtube we're doing some new videos where going out and take, getting more video footage of actual arcades and uploading it, doing an arcades approved thing, which we're going to be talking about more. So thank you for listening and take care. All right, everybody. Welcome back. This is Nick. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the little uh, snippet that we did for our good friend over there. Wanted to know our five favorite uh, current pinball machines. Hopefully you had a good time listening to that. Unfortunately, um, Gerard and I are unable to get together to do a full episode. And with this past weekend being the wonderful 39th annual pinball expo over there in Chicago, I thought I would put in my two cents about what I saw from there uh, as an outsider looking in. Uh, I'm definitely trying to make my best effort to try to make it next year because it will be the 40th anniversary of the Pinball Expo. I have never gotten to go to one and it just always looks like a ton of fun and I'm sick of missing out on all this fun stuff ever since I moved down here to Florida. I haven't gone into any other big shows except for obviously the Free Play Florida that we have over here. So we got to talk about all the hot new games that were released, all the new rumors that were going around. So first off, I'm pretty sure I talked about it in the beginning, but we have that brand new pinball company 
uh, Barrels of Fun, and they had their Labyrinth game there, and the line to play the game was super long, kind of like how it was when they first debuted the Pulp Fiction game from, um, from Royal Thrills over there, so they had an absolutely long line, and from what I just read, once again, thank you to Jason Knapp over at Knapp Arcade, the, um, initial allotment, they said that they were making 1,000 units of this game, and after the expo, they are officially sold out, so if you want Labyrinth, you ain't gonna get it, so it's, it's already gone, it is sold out, ready to go, so big congrats to the team over there, we got, um, uh, Bowen Karen's uh, former Papa World, ch- multi multiple time Papa World champion, is working on the game. So absolutely fantastic. Hopefully, someone local will be able to get this game so I can give it a try. Um, I was hearing uh, people really enjoyed the game, so it's coming. It's uh, looking like a looking like a gym dandy. So we have to talk about. Um, brand new update for Alien. I'm doing a kind of out of order because I want to talk about the biggest one last. Um, We have a brand new update from the Pinball Brothers. Now, the one thing that was a big pain with the whole thing with Alien was they did not have the license to use Sigourney Weaver, which is really stupid when you do not have the lead character in your game, but they had everything else. But supposedly, yes, they got the license so they can use Ellen Ripley in it. So they have a brand new Ellen Ripley edition. And our good friend uh, Lior from the Art of Pinball is making a brand new topper, a brand new custom alien head, and a couple of other things on there. And it's going to have the Sigourney Weaver clips in it and the sound clips that we've been looking for. It even has a brand new uh, translate with her fighting the Queen Alien from the second movie. It looks really cool. And they also showed off there's a new translate for their Queen game, and it's just basically just says Queen, and it has the the, the shield logo with the uh, with the eagle on there. But no, that's pretty much uh, nothing really there. Um, so they didn't really announce, like, any, like, new code updates or anything for that. You know, Stern still had the usual games. They had uh, a whole bunch of Venom. They didn't announce uh, what the new game was going to be. Of course, they're not... You know, all the rumors out there, everybody's saying Jaws. Um, one of the updates that I've been hearing, uh, Nap uh, uh, posted it on his site. Big everybody's been asking. Back to the Future is uh, hot and heavy on everybody's mind. And from what the rumor mill is going around, it sounds like it will be coming next year from Dutch Pinball. So it sounds like they have their second licensed game after Big Lebowski. Um I I like it. I mean, um, I have gotten a chance to play Big Lebowski. I played the uh, prototype version when they had it at the uh, Modern Pinball when they did the little event for it, and it still had all the licensed music that they weren't able to get in the game, and I just thought the game played fun. The flippers were nice and snappy. It felt like you were playing a Williams game that would have come out in that era. I did like the extra play field and the little bowling alley on the bottom of it, and you know, it's unfortunate that they haven't, they had so much problems, uh, producing the game, but hopefully they'll get it back going for this one. Um, another one was talking about the remnants of the former, um, Deep Root Pinball. There's a new company called Turner Pinball, and they had this game, they showed off, I think at Texas Pinball Festival, just had ninjas on it. So, this game is called Ninja Eclipse, and what they showed it, I was like, is this a home game? And their idea is they want to make a coinless pinball machine. So the whole idea is that this pinball machine does not have a coin door on it. It simply just has a start button and a ball launch button. And they're talking about that, okay, this is, is this going to be a home machine? Can operators use this? And they're talking about having this as a completely coin-free pinball machine. They want people to pay with a, with a card app or something like that. Like, supposedly they're going to have, a, like, a proprietary app that you're going to use to pay for the game. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this works. I really don't see, um, you know, the coin doors, I understand for a lot of people say when they have location pinball, not a lot of people carry money on people, especially change. I mean, I, I remember as a kid just rushing out to the door and grabbing a whole bunch of quarters so I could go to the arcade, you know, spend my quarters, and then if I had to put a $5 bill in the machine, I'd do that. So that's something that not a lot of people do. It's it's kind of silly that, you know, 
you have to like buy the the coin the the dollar bill acceptors on that but hey we'll see how it works but before we get into the big thing we got to talk about one of the pretty much as everybody's been saying this has just been total egg on their face so if you know the folks over there with all of that digital pinball so i think it's the i don't think it's the same people that do arcade legends they they were talking about that they were going to get the license for zen pinball okay that's good and then they said that they were going to have the adams family hey that's great adams family is going to be a nice digital pinball from the folks at Zen. You know, I really don't like the physics in the Zen games. I always found Pinball Arcade to be my favorite version of digital pinball, even more than like um, the uh, pin main that they have online. But, sorry, one second, let me get what, what my whistle. Mm. But, so they've been touting off this brand new pinball 4k that they're talking about they have a 4k monitor on there oh my god oh the, the the graphics are gonna look so crisp and clean oh it's gonna feel like you're playing a real game so they had this game there and from what everybody said it was a total cluster they said that um i talked to my friend um um from uh the uh, little little shop from um from marshall who just got home and he said, oh, man, it was terrible. He said there was an input delay when you press the button. Supposedly, people were going up and say, oh, don't play that game. It's not ready. And it was the Adams Family, which everybody wanted to play. So if you guys weren't ready for the prime time, I wouldn't have brought that game, especially there. We have all the crazy pinball people. So I heard one machine just kept tilting the entire weekend. You couldn't even play it. So it sounds pretty bad for them. So... Hopefully, they'll try to make uh, the best out of a bad situation and get it back up and running. But that was supposed to be, like, the first time it was playable to the public, trying to hype people up. And it's pretty insane when you get these people that go out there and they build awesome uh, virtual pinball cabinets. And then they do this, and then people are just really upset with that. So doesn't sound uh, too good for them. Hopefully, um, they'll figure out what, what they're doing. So... We got to end it off. We got to talk about the 400, the the 500 pound gorilla in the room. And that is, of course, the brand new game from Jersey Jack Pinball. The first design from legendary designer Steve Ritchie. It is none other than Elton John. It was rumored for the longest time. Elton John is coming. Elton John is coming. And yes, they were correct. It is here. And oh my goodness gracious me. It looks absolutely beautiful. The man himself, Elton John, is doing the call-outs for the game. That is insane. So, unfortunately, um, I want to thank the folks over at Pinball News because what they do, they do some awesome work where they um, they will capture all of the uh, presentations and then they post it online. But unfortunately for the Elton John one, they got hit with a copyright strike, so... I don't know if there was really anything uh, before the panel. They didn't say how they connected with Elton John. Supposedly, I heard from the grapevine was that he, his people contacted them. Would you like to make a game? Because not only did they provide a whole bunch of songs, Elton John lent his voice for the game. So Elton is in the game. He actually says, like, hey, nice shot, like that. Um, there's like a regular like kind of DJ, a female DJ on there that talks to you and it's like um, really cool stuff. We have 16 songs. So we got Rocket Man, Benny and the Jets, The Bitch is Back, I'm Still Standing, Saturday Night is Alright for Fighting, Take Me to the Pilot, Levon, Levon likes his money, Your Sister Can't Twist But She Can Rock and Roll, Funeral for a Friend, Love Lies Bleeding, Honky Cat, Philadelphia Freedom, Your Song, Crocodile Rock, Tiny Dancer, Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. And, of course, yes, it has Pinball Wizard. And looks absolutely fantastic. This is, like I said, first game that Steve Ritchie has designed. And from talking to Steve Ritchie at the little shop of games, he came in and I got to ask him, like, so I said, hey, how's, how's it going at Jersey Jack? You know, obviously he can't break any NDA. He can't tell me what he's doing. But... From seeing the twinkle in his eye, I could tell, like, he, he goes, like, I'm having a good time with this one. Because he goes, you know, 
he said with the former employer he had a you know he still had some nice things to say but he said like he kind of felt like he had to hold back with what he was doing so he said that he goes the owner there kept telling me come on man make it bigger bigger we got to do more we got we got to do more with this so this thing looks absolutely fantastic we have a three flipper game and once again unfortunately you know you know podcast being an audio element so we got um we got a three flipper game um it has a free bank of drop targets in the top we got a little uh animated crocodile that moves around there's a little uh rocket for of course rocket man what's really cool it does say captain fantastic on it and it has uh it even has him with the old uh, captain fantastic garb on him back from the day but um what's really cool is inside of the machine there is a piano and it's a little toy of Elton John playing the piano from the Dodger Stadium show. So he's got the sparkly, spangled um, um, Elton John Dodgers uniform. And he will actually, like, it looks like he's playing the piano and he looks at you. But what's really cool is that is also a physical ball lock. So it holds three pinballs in there and it locks the ball for a multi-ball. But what's really, really cool on it is the side of the piano has an LED strip on it so it can play different things it says like ball locked or like ready for lock and stuff like that so it has it shows you some information on there it looks really really cool one of the things that I loved is that they brought kind of like what they did with Kiss when they redid Kiss for Stern is they brought back the pop bumper caps so the pop bumper caps have the Captain Fantastic um, logo on there with Elton John so it's really cool they brought that back they have the little elton john there is of course a little rotating tiny dancer toy on there so when you hit a little stand-up target um that's where you can light your your light your lock light your um extra ball and she'll spin around on there it's got two spinners on there from either side um some people were saying it kind of felt like spider-man on there and there's um it looks i don't know if it holds the ball because like you know they're showing some of the the pictures of like a pinball on there lit up but this thing looks absolutely fantastic it got game of the show there so they have the two models of course they only this is jersey jack so we're only doing um a limited run of it kind of like what they did with godfather so they have a platinum edition and a collector's edition the platinum edition is going to be 12 grand and the collector's edition is going to be fifteen thousand dollars and they have a maximum of 1,000 collector's editions are going to be made of this game. And what's really cool with the collector's edition, it's something that it didn't really show. I wish they showed this off in the trailer. But they did, they, you know, they do usually do a really go good job over there with trailers. But they didn't show off what the collector edition did with the topper. So... Both of the games come with the topper. The um the other the one for the platinum edition, which is well, we're just gonna call it the standard. We're gonna call it standard collectors. How about that? So the standard model is more of a blue color cabinet, and it has a little thing of Elton and it has some piano on there. Okay, that's fine. But you know, I do like it has the, him in the uh the really long um the stilts and the boots from the Tommy movie, which is really cool on there. So the topper just it just lights up there's nothing special on it on the collector edition now we're talking really cool so the top on it it just says superstar and it lights up so i saw it like it was lighting up and like a couple of the letters were out so i'm thinking that it corresponds with the game maybe you have to spell out the word superstar and then it might start something so it just kind of shows you at the top but on the top of it it's got two little video screens that play concert footage, and they said that, um, I think from, like, the thing they said, like, he wanted, like, the concert footage, um, like, supposedly, like, he plays, like, cartoons in the background. This is something that Steve Ritchie was saying in the, um, in the presentation, so he's like, oh, we got everything from them. They said they gave us full access to everything, which is pretty amazing that, you know, Elton John's a pinball fan. I mean, he got a game, so off of them before in the 70s so why not have another one but what's really cool is in the middle it and now i just thought like okay this is it's like it's like a little uh, disco ball but no it's actually a projector and they were showing it like on the ceiling it would display like the jersey jack logo and it looked like fireworks and stuff like that it looked really really neat so 
I can't wait to see one in person. Of course, it has an extra, um, it has a little star for the, um, pl for the plunger rod on there, but a lot of really cool stuff, you know, 16 songs, we, custom speech from Elton himself, that's really cool that we actually have Elton doing the voice, that was one of the things I was kind of worried about, I was like, he's probably not going to do the voices, nope, he did the voice, so, you know, with, with, uh, Jersey Jack, the game should be out very soon, you know, it says available now, so, by the time that, uh, you hear this, they'll probably be already shipping out, because that's how crazy these guys are, they will have the game all shipped out, you know, we still have stuff from Chicago Gaming. We're still waiting on Cactus Canyon to get finished. Still have yet to see anything for Pulp Fiction coming out yet. You know, American Pinball was still there showing off Galactic Tank Force. Um, they still showed off Scooby-Doo from um, Spooky Pinball, so nothing new from Spooky. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's about it. I wanted to try to do more since... I, I did a, I did another version of this, but I was just like, you know, I'll, I'll do it after everything is done and let's see if there's any other information out there that might be juicy. So hopefully you folks uh, like me rambling on about the 2023 Pinball Expo. Hopefully I'll be there next year. If, if you uh, see me, make sure you say hi. So once again, I want to thank you all for listening to me ramble on about Pinball. Hopefully you enjoyed the other part of this. So once again, I am Nick from the Arcade Hunters. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you folks all later. Take care.